What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arnika, the not-so-typical chiropractor, and today we're talking about recovery. Now, recovery is so much more than just stretching or yoga or even, you know, doing the hot and cold between the sauna and the, and the cold plunge. There are other things that you can be doing intentionally on a daily basis that can ensure your body is recovering and ready for whatever you want to throw at it the next day, all right? So today we're going to talk about some three tips to help with your body's recovery. And these are typically the three things that I tell patients. We are going to talk a little bit about some active recovery tools that you all may know, like the massage guns, the cold therapy, the hot therapy. But most of it's going to be surrounded by these three tips that you can start implementing today. All right. So let's get started. First up, a brief run through. Um, When we talk active recovery, that can mean walking. That can mean a different type of movement than what you're typically used to. So if you are someone who does a lot of strength training, a lot of barbell work, maybe your active recovery is a yoga class. Maybe it's some breath work. Maybe it is to sit in that sauna and have some of that hot and cold therapy with the cold plunge and cryotherapy. All of those things are some great tools that you can use to aid in your recovery. I'm always down for using some massage guns. If you can use them ways that are use them in ways that are effective for what you need them for, totally down for it. I love me some saunas, some float spots. I literally was at a float spa last week cryotherapy, the cold plunge, stretching, all of those things are really good to do and making sure that we just have them into our routine somewhere is going to be super effective. All right. But there are so many other things that are incorporated into this word when we say recovery, that can mean what you're eating. That can mean the type of movements you are doing. Are you strength training? Are you yoga? Are you doing more flexibility movements and strength training? There are a lot of people out there who don't have strength training in a part of their movement routine. And it's something that's going to be super beneficial for the long term, which is something that Ty and I talked about on last week's podcast episode. We also have how are you sleeping? And there's also how much water are you intaking? All right. So there's so many things that can be involved when it comes to recovery. All right. Also, I want to mention that recovery is more than just taking a day off. Sometimes people, when I ask people, what, what is their recovery like? They tell me, oh, well, only work out five days a week. So the other two, I don't do anything. That's not always the best recovery, I should say. Sometimes our body legit does need rest. And that's okay, because sometimes we are grinding hard, we're pushing the pedal to the metal, and we're just going and not looking up. But what are you doing with that day of rest? Maybe you're taking a little bit longer of a walk. Maybe just doing a little bit more of a mobility routine. Maybe you are going to go sit into that cold plunge tub. So what kind of things are you doing on those days off? My three tips, my three things that I ask of patients when we're talking about recovery are the first thing I ask about how much water are they drinking? 
Now, people typically look at me crazy as they come in, you know, to this chiropractor with their low back pain or whatever, and I'm asking them about their water intake, and they're like, why is this person asking me about this? But reality is, water makes up anywhere between 50 to 70% of our body weight, and it's needed in every cell, in every tissue, in the organs to help them work properly. The disc that sits between our vertebrae and our spine, so think about if you're someone who mentions that you have disc degeneration or disc bulges or herniations. If you've heard those words described as reference to your back, then it's super important that water is a part of your everyday routine and it's pretty regular because those discs are made up of majority of water and the water is going to help us continue to lubricate and cushion our joints. So in between those bones, all right, it helps you get rid of waste through your organs and just helps you when it comes to protecting those tissues, which means our muscles, it means our ligaments, that means our nerves, anything else that is surrounding and not our bones, all right? So water makes up a good part of our body and then to make sure that our body is doing what it needs to do we need to make sure that that water is available to it now the amount of water you need is different you know depending on your gender is different depending on what your workout routine looks like if you're more of a sweater non-sweater because you are definitely relieving water you're leaving liquid every time you sweat so that's something to take into consideration. So first thing I'm asking, uh, not necessarily in this order, but one thing that I'm asking is how much water are they drinking a day? Next, I'm asking them, how is their sleep? Now, beware that I didn't ask them how many hours they're getting, even though that is a question that I asked. But I'm also concerned about the quality of sleep that they are getting, whether they if they're getting eight hours or five can we make those five hours the best quality of sleep that it can be? All right. And a couple of ways that we can do that. Um, I invested in some blue, bo- uh, some blue blockers. All right. Are these glasses that can help when it comes to kind of blocking some of the light and the rays that are coming off of the screens that we're using. So it can help when it comes to calming down our eyes and our nervous system. Um, some things that you can do when it comes to journaling or just dumping things out of your brain. If you're an overthinker, overanalyzer like me, my brain is constantly going. Even if I'm laying out in bed, I'm like, oh, I got this to do tomorrow. Did I do this today? Make sure that you brain dump and write all these things out um, before you go to bed to just make sure that they're out of your brain. Um, I have some people who cut their screen time down. A little bit before they go to bed just to ensure that their their brain and everything can calm down people who do some breath work before bed people who tend to meditate there's so many different things that you can do to make sure that the quality of the hours that you are getting are that best deep REM sleep that it possibly can be next i've asked about their water i've asked about their sleep the next is do they have a plan are they planning it i was and i feel like i still have this tug of war going on but the opposite of person who planned anything. I was always like flying it by the boots, like, hey, uh, it'll work out or we'll figure it out when we get there. Person of spontaneity. I've always lived my life like that. Now, becoming a business owner, I've learned that I couldn't live my life like that and that I had to be more intentional with time. I had to block off certain time to make sure that this time was used for this thing. If not, I would constantly feel overwhelmed. I would constantly feel behind because not only am I holding, you know, or having that chiropractic cattle and being able to take care of my patients, but I'm also doing some stuff on the back end to make sure the business continues to run as it should. So I had to start planning things out, planning things out 
to make sure they got done. That started happening with the business. That started happening when it came to me and my relationship with my wife. If I didn't plan out date nights, the weeks would just fly by. So make sure that I'm planning out intentional time to spend with her. I'm I'm planning out some time now to spend more with my son because I spend a majority of the time with patients. So make sure that I still get my time with him. I'm planning in now my workouts because I need to make sure that they get in. If I don't plan them, if they're not in my schedule, if I don't have this class booked, then I'm not going to do it. I find other things to fill up that time because if I have any other fellow business owners that are listening, there's always more shit to do, right? So make sure that you plan these things in there. Now, I'm asking this or I'm bringing this up because I'm wondering if you're planning that, are you planning out your workout routine? Are you planning out your classes for the week or for two weeks that you know you want to attend? Are you planning out those active recovery days? If yoga is that thing for you, are you planning that out already? If you're trying to make sure you get a flow in it, a sauna, some type of walk-in, are you planning that into your routine? If you're knowing that nutrition is a huge part of the plan that you want and that you know you need to have better meals or better options, are you planning out meals? Whether well, it doesn't necessarily mean meal prep. When I say planning out meals, I feel people think I got to meal prep and have my meat, my vegetables my this that is definitely an option all right but it doesn't necessarily have to mean you have to you have to go ahead and cook the food maybe like we do we write out the meals that we want for a week so that we know on monday this is what we're eating for dinner so maybe if you just plan it out if it's planned out and written out it tastes it takes literally less brain energy for you to come up with that solution because if not prime example i was telling the patient about this earlier before we were planning out our meals especially having a new kid Man, DoorDash has gotten so much of our money because it was for, you know, for some reason it makes sense, right, to order this thing that I'll wait 45 minutes instead of cooking something for 45 minutes. It just makes more sense. So we would tend to order more things because before we know it, it's late at night. I'm looking over like, oh, well, what do you want to eat? Well, I'm hungry. What do you want to eat? Mm let's just order something but now we come home we know like oh we're having this to dinner let's take out the things that we need and we're already planning that meal and also are you planning out the mobility are you planning out the movements that you need in order to do the shit that you want when people are on this good track of yep I work out I got my routine I know what I want to do and then we add some other things in there like hey I need you to do this mobility routine and this movement prep before you go do this or hey can we throw this in in between your job in between your meetings that's when stuff tends to tend to not get done. And it's because it's something that we only require five minutes. I know if I give out patients, um, give out movements to my patients, it's anywhere between five to 10 minutes. And I try to fit it in between their normal day, which is why a typical question that I ask them is, tell me about an ideal day for you so I can know where that routine fits in for them. You have to plan in to get in the mobility, the movement, the recovery, so that you can bounce back to do the tasks that you want to do. If that's that strength training, is that that class, if that's getting under a barbell, whatever it is, we have to make sure that we plan in everything and not just the workout. That is the way that you are going to recoup and do all the things. All right. So just a rundown of the three things of the three things that I give my patients um, or we that I ask my patients and assess of them when they come in in order to make sure that they are recovering is one i'm asking how much water are they drinking most of our body is made up of water and we need to make sure we have enough to lubricate and cushion our joints second how is their sleep regardless of how many hours they are getting can we get the best quality of sleep 
Getting the best sleep possible is the key because while your body is sleeping is when most of the healing is happening. We can use all the energy to run the organs and processes in our body that we need to. And all that happens the best when we are sleeping. And last, do you have a plan? Are you planning it out? Planning out your meals, planning out your active recovery, your mobility, your workouts, your classes, whatever that is. Do you have a plan? What gets plan gets done. All right. Point bank period. I hope that you found today's episode super valuable. I hope that you take these three tips and you implement them into your day. Just so by doing that, you're already starting to have to take a huge step in recovering and how your body's going to recover for whatever you want to do with it. I know that it's been the new year. People are getting on their workout tracks. They're taking more control of their health and wellness, and I am loving that. I want to make sure that you don't slow down, that you keep up that same energy and that same pace, and the best way to do that is to make sure your recovery is on point. All right, so take these tips, start applying them, and see how much better you feel in your body. All right, as always, my goal is to help you move better, feel better, and be resilient. I'll holler at y'all on the next episode.